When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> hello to voice hugs no, welcome no, it's not hello to- <laughs> all right let's start that one again welcome to voice hugs a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms this is your host ro and hi everyone since we're going to be looking backward in this episode, I think it'll be fun to start <laughs> off with a quick banter question of what's one thing you're looking forward to? All right. So I am turning 30. Aww. Actually, when this episode is published, it will already be past my birthday. But for the weekend of my 30th birthday, I am going to Disneyland to celebrate. Woo-hoo! But this is a very special Disneyland trip because we're doing a Land of Dreams VIP experience. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that this was a thing. But <laughs> you have a Disney expert tour guide for the day or for however many hours you want. You get VIP service. So food is all inclusive. You have priority access to the rides and the attractions and backstage experience. You cut all the lines. Yeah. it's I, I don't really know what to expect. But I think you get to go to the front of the lines. You get to do all of these backstage things and then everything is kind of planned for you so it's gonna be I mean it's gonna be like a magical experience (laughs) and I'm so excited so yeah my older cousin I'm going with all of my cousins on my dad's side one of my older cousins she wanted to treat us for Christmas but because plans didn't work out during that time this became an opportunity to celebrate my birthday there and I was like heck yeah yeah, so we're going with all the cousins and their significant others, and I'm just so excited for this experience. I'll report back. <laughs> you have to let us know how it goes, and the person who's most excited to hear about this is actually James. He's been looking into this for the past year, and he's been trying to corral a group of friends to go, but I think if you give a raving review, 
will probably go because he'll be like, oh my God, I want to try it too. I heard that they might like surprise you. So for example, like if you mention while you're walking that like, oh, I'm I'm really craving a churro. Mm -hmm. Once you're done with the ride, there'll be like 10 churros ready for you. No. And then there was another story I heard where they, you know, there was this couple, they went with their business group. Mm -hmm. One of the guys, he was like, one of my requests during this day is to have some alone time with my wife. And I don't know if I heard the story right, but during the fireworks, they set up these rowboats in around the castle so that they could experience the fireworks with their like partners. So I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, I know. I'm like, this is a different experience yeah. at Disneyland. Are you the type of person who will want to know what you get to experience before? Or are you the person who likes to show up and just be surprised? I like being surprised. James is watching endless YouTube videos where people show them on these tours oh. or like explaining what tw- these tours are about. So it's available for you if you want to, if you're curious. But I think, I also think experiencing something for the first time to be surprised is very, it's a different kind of experience. Yeah. Like I have no expectations going into this. So I think it'll only be a good time for me. Oh, <laughs> yes, the best. Yes. What are you looking forward to? One quick thing Rose looking forward to. So I've been trying to see if I could go back to Taiwan sometime this year my mom's there right now my dad's there right now so it just made the most sense to go while they're both there and it seems like i can make some time in april so Mm. we'll see fingers crossed but if all goes well then i'll get to be reunited with my parents i'll get to go back to my motherland oh i miss taiwan so much i usually go every year but of course because of the state of the world i haven't been back in two years three years now so very looking forward to it that will be exciting i love going to taiwan (laughs) all right so as rowena mentioned the topic that we are going to be exploring today is taking a look into our past how do you forgive yourself for past mistakes man are there things that (laughs) man (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to look back in the past (laughs) yeah i think i think there's like there's there's power and there's beauty in looking back, but I think at the same time, I I want to be more forward looking. I don't know. Be more present, I think. No, but I think it's definitely good to look back. It's good to think about the future, but to be present. See, I think that's the thing. To be present, you need to make peace with your past and your future. Mm-hmm. So this is a great question. Great timing. Before we get into the viewer's question i'll just share a very quick dream i was in miami with a friend a couple weeks ago one morning i woke up bawling because Mm. like i don't remember what happened in the dream i just remember me saying to myself you're rotten inside Mm. i woke up like crying and we'll unpack this later let's just say this um this topic hits very close to home Okay, well, you're definitely not rotten inside. Thanks, Finn. So a hug to Rowena. (laughs) But yes, I'm excited to hear more about this dream and what came out of it for you. All right, so we paraphrased the message that we received. I consider myself to be quite flawed in my younger years. As a child, I had a bad attitude, and in my preteen years, I wasn't the best person. Due to things I was going through at home, having moved around, and also getting bullied at school, I've made a lot of bad decisions such as skipping class and neglecting my studies, lying to friends about myself, and manipulating others. Overall, I feel like I've messed up a lot. 
especially during this part of my life. I wasn't the best friend or daughter to my loved ones. Although I have learned from my mistakes, made amends with others, and I try really hard to be a better person now, I still feel like there's not enough good I can do to make up for the bad I've already done. There is a voice in my head that says I don't deserve to feel better about myself. I can't really confide in friends or loved ones about these feelings because the response is typically something like, we all mess up sometimes, suck it up and move on, and it doesn't help me feel better. Overall, I feel depressed because I am unable to forgive myself for my past mistakes. How do you forgive yourself for your past? Do you have any advice? Oh man, I see so much of myself in this question. Did someone just read out my youth? (laughs) First off, voice hug, very big hugs, because I don't think it's ever easy to look back and to dig out these things and to look at your wounds. Mm -hmm. Big props and big big hugs for (laughs) wanting to, being willing to, and finding the courage to even start bringing awareness and facing yourself, parts of yourself that you may want to forget or to pretend didn't exist. Similar to what you mentioned earlier, this is all part of the process. And I think everyone at some point feels this way. And I think to also preface that I I think this listener is quite young. Like I think she's still in her teenage years. And so of course, coming from two people who are close to 30 or 30, (laughs) it's a lot easier for us to look back. But I do remember being in my younger years, feeling so ashamed or bad or just not feeling good about the decisions that I've made, the things that I've said, and even questioning like, why did I even do that? Like that wasn't the right thing to do. But it's all part of growing up, getting to know yourself better and figuring out why that might have happened during that time. And The moment that awareness comes into your life, that's where the change starts happening if you want the change to happen. Honestly, it's like a rite of passage. Like this is like a rite of passage to kind of start looking backwards, start unraveling these things and truly allowing this wound that's never been able to heal finally start healing. Before it to be able to get to that point of healing, and scarring over and eventually the scar will disappear. Hopefully, sometimes it doesn't. Some some do, some don't. You have to really like rip off the band-aid, allow it to breathe air and to do things, you know, wounds need to do before it can truly fully heal. And I think when we think about life through this lens that there's just things we need to grow go through, not things we need to, but things we get to go through that makes us stronger and allows us to learn about ourselves and the process and everything about the world. It makes it less daunting and it makes it less about ourselves. Even though it is about ourselves, if we're able to shift our perspective a little, it can help a lot. Everything that she said, it's everything that I went through, right? Like I had a bad attitude when I was a child. I was like so bad to my mom. I lied to her all the time. (laughs) I'm just going to my friend's house after school to just hang out. It's like a friend that my mom knows, right? Like my mom knows her parents. But I'm like, oh, I need to go to speech and debate meeting. (laughs) Or like over the weekend, I just want to sleep over at my friend's house. Same, my mom knows the mom. But I'm like, oh, I have a speech and debate tournament I need to go to. And then she eventually finds out Mm -hmm. that I lied, right? So like all of what our listener said, I definitely went through, definitely neglected my studies, definitely skipped class even in high school. 
you know, when we're younger and even now, right, I don't really think age is a thing. Just there will be times in our lives where we're trying to figure out who we are and the things we care about before we get there. It's not to say that you have a free pass, but you really weren't yourself yet. Like if you're not sure about what you care about, who you are, what's important to you, what your values are, it's not to say that you can go out and do crazy things and then there'll be no consequences. It's more so, I think, the being less hard on yourself because you didn't know what does it mean to be a good person? What does it mean to be a good daughter? I think it takes time for you to ask yourself and for you to develop. Things take time and that's okay. Yeah, I think especially in your younger years, Sometimes you don't even know why you do half the things that you do. I watched a documentary recently that mentioned like your brain isn't even fully developed in your teenage years. And that's why teens tend to be more reckless. They take a lot more risks. Mm -hmm. They like the adrenaline. And it's because part of their brain isn't fully... It's still growing. There's an actual organ in your body that's not full-grown adult yet and so giving grace to that and just understanding that is really important i think that i recently saw that statistic too and i think the age is 24 but to be fair i feel like we're at our 30s or we just turned 30 or we're about to turn 30 i still feel like i'm growing maybe my brain Mm -hmm. physically isn't growing (laughs) as fast but i still feel like i'm growing but yeah i think it, it should be comforting to know that we'll always be growing until we don't want to but if we want to it's a never ending thing and i think it's a beautiful thing when you're thinking back is there something in your life that you wish you didn't do or things you wish you didn't do and if so how did you overcome them I was actually a very obedient child, <laughs> so I did not neglect my studies, and I didn't, <laughs> you know, I... You're so different. I think I was so afraid, maybe because I'm an only child and my parents are also divorced, that I felt like I needed to be good and, like, perfect, but there are definitely things I think I did within friendships that I regret or I feel like it wasn't the nicest or best thing to do, so this was more maybe in high school, Is there like a vivid memory? I feel like just overall, anytime you gossip about your friends behind their back, it's just not kind. And it's like, why do you do those things, right? It's because you're insecure. It's because you're jealous. It's because it's a reflection of yourself. And so because I was very insecure, I had very low self-esteem and I was often comparing myself to others it felt almost competitive. I wasn't, I didn't have like nice thoughts about people. I didn't ever ever do anything to like sabotage someone else's life. But I feel like the thoughts I had and the things that I shared about my feelings regarding other people were just very petty and small Mm -hmm. and unkind and gossipy and unhelpful. can definitely relate to that. (laughs) I think it's like when we're younger and even now, it's just hard to navigate friendships and even yourself. I'm the type of person who feels the need to confide in other people before talking to my friend. Or I used to think this way. But, you know, me being naive sometimes, I forget that, you know, it can be taken as you're talking smack about someone behind their back when you're just trying to vent. But I feel at the same time, it's also the lack of awareness when we're younger. And then also, where is this venting rooted in? So I think for both of us, it definitely was rooted in more like insecurities, jealousy, competitiveness, like all of that. I think nowadays when I do feel something towards someone, my first thought is, where is this coming from? Viv? Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll ask myself, mm-hmm. like, 
why do you feel the need to or like why do you feel angry in this situation why do you feel like it's unfair right what is coming up for you internally and let's address that and that's just something that i've learned in my 20s which is also why i feel like when you're young you don't necessarily have the tools or the resources to figure out what kind of support do you need to learn about yourself and to address these internal like chaotic emotions and feelings mm-hmm. and thoughts that you have in your preteen slash teen years mm-hmm. how have you made amend with this over the years <laughs> let's talk about you, have you- <laughs> okay so i think what you shared definitely honestly is like the biggest lesson i learned in my 2016 2017 year in terms of friendships and the things you say and you know how it has <laughs> implications and influences and all of that so okay before that because I feel like I learned to forgive myself before you know this period of my life I think the time in my life where I felt the most maybe ashamed I wouldn't say it's like fully ashamed but I, I had the biggest feeling of I wish I didn't do the things that I did were when I first reconnected with spirituality like reconnected with spirituality because now that I know morally how I should be, who I should be, the values that I should have, how I should uphold myself, the things I should and shouldn't do. And all of these things, honestly, it's like your interpretations of it. No one's like holding up whatever to me and being like, this is how you need to live. It's just from my own understanding, the person that I felt like I should be, I felt like, I just felt like I've done so much in my life that was not proper for like a practitioner of the spiritual practice. Mm. So for example, like I started drinking when I was like 15, 16. I went to raves. I shot substances. You know, I've had relationship with boyfriends, even though it's like two, it's still like relationships. It's not that you can't have relationships. I'm more talking about like the physical stuff, but like I didn't really want to say, but just to be clear, it's like the physical things. (laughs) And looking back This is something that Viv and I actually talked about when we're prepping for this episode. It's not that I regret doing those things because I feel like I am who I am now because of my experiences. And this was the path I had to walk for me to be where I am today to have the depth and the context and the awareness that I have now. However, if I could go back in time, if I had a rewind button and I can go back with what I know now, would I do things differently? Mm -hmm. I think I would. But at the same time, Personally, I found that it's better to look forward than it is to look backward, but also making space for the things in your past and forgiving yourself, making peace with all of that. So to answer the question, because I feel like I've just been (laughs) babbling, how did I overcome this? I think because this issue, it's not really an issue because these feelings came out because of spirituality. I found that the more I leaned into spirituality, the more that I read, the more that I learned, the more that I opened myself up to it, the more that I was given reassurance that I'm just quoting something the founder of the spiritual practice has said, or I'm I'm paraphrasing it in like Buddhism. It's all about like cultivation and like self-cultivation, cultivating your heart, cultivating your mind. And the teacher has said, when it comes to cultivation, no one is mistake free because no one's perfect, right? Like it's it's impossible for us as humans to be perfect. And so you will make mistakes. 
but it's not about the mistakes you made. It's more so about how you pick yourself up after these mistakes and how you move forward because that is cultivation. And I think when I read that, it was so reassuring because it's just there's this guilt, there's this shame, there's just so much that I was feeling about myself. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I wasn't pure enough. I just felt like all of these feelings of like fill in the blank enough. Like I felt literally all of them. And I think just reading that and reading more things like that really helped reassure me that it's okay. You've done things in your past that you may not be proud of. You've done things in the past that you may not want to do again if you could go back and change. However, what's done is done. What's important now is focusing on where you are now and how you move forward. What is that face? (laughs) That face was a vulnerability hangover face. Oh. I look like a little bulldog. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) I think it just reminds me that whatever you go through, things that you might have not been proud of, that actually makes up a huge part of your story. And it could be a huge reason why you become the person that you want to become later on in the future. It's like, you have to go through some bad in order to experience what the good actually feels like versus if you're always you know like if at a very young age you're doing all the quote right things all the things that you should do you might actually go the opposite direction (laughs) which I've definitely seen before where you know like kids who are very sheltered or bubbled or are trying to fit this mold of who they think they should be when they go to college, they just... They go wild. Yeah, they they Like the sweetest goody-two-shoes girls just go off the rocker. They just flip a switch and they feel free all of a sudden, but then they swing to the other side of the pendulum, right? And so I think, like, in a way, having those experiences in your past and then now also being guided by your spiritual practice... All of it just contributes to the beautiful story of your life. Mm. And you're you're still writing it, you know, like you're still on that path. And I think that's very encouraging and empowering to hear from, yeah, like from you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's really encouraging and powerful for other people to hear that story. Thanks, Viv. Yeah. Something that stuck out to me about this person's question, as well as like when you were sharing what you were sharing too, is she kind of mentioned how she felt like she was so ashamed of her past like like she's messed up you know like it's mm-hmm. almost like it's too late it's over and mm-hmm. then you overcompensate by trying to be good like you're mm-hmm. always trying to be a better person and in a way like seeing your journey and also knowing my journey I've definitely had years where I've overcompensated by trying to be the absolute best that I could be mm-hmm. to kind of bring this back to how I've learned to forgive myself what I realized in more recent years is during each chapter or season in your life, especially when you're growing up and you're learning, you just don't have the knowledge at that time. And depending on your life circumstances, you might not have the proper support or be in an environment where you're surrounded by nurturing, caring people who can help guide you and help you process your feelings and help you understand that you're actually going through a very traumatic time right now or you're going through a transition right now. Let's talk about your feelings, you know? And so that can lead into being manipulative to get attention or it can lead to neglecting your studies because you feel out of control and then maybe this becomes something that you're in control of, ditching class, you know, getting F's on tests. 
in a way, I can see how that can give you a sense of control in your life when things feel just chaotic. A thousand percent. Yeah, I think like something that has helped me is, especially when I look back in my younger years, I just didn't have the support and the guidance that I needed. And now in my mid to late 20s, thankfully, I have the privilege and the resources to go find that myself now slowly picking those things up, slowly building your toolkit, whether it is reading books, watching TED Talks or YouTubers or going to therapy or just surrounding yourself with more caring, like empathetic people, the more you can add to that self-care like toolkit. I don't know how else to describe it, but like the more that you can add to your support system, Mm -hmm. the easier it will be for you to realize like, wow, I didn't have that growing up, Mm -hmm. you know? And especially for this listener, she's very young. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's in her (laughs) teens. And so of course, like the things that she mentioned too, like things that she was experiencing at home, having moved around, also getting bullied at school. These are all really hard things to go through at that time. And if you're confiding in your friends and they say like, well, we all mess up, just suck it up and move on. That's quite dismissive in my opinion. It's not really allowing you that space to feel your feelings and -hmm. and explore it and process it together. And so that's definitely one thing that stuck out to me a lot when I read this. Same. I feel like it's easy. It's like a natural tendency for humans to swing from one pendulum, like one side of the pendulum to the other, as we've mentioned in previous episodes. And I think especially for something like this, you feel like the moment you realize like, oh my God, I made these quote unquote mistakes. I can't stop. Like I can't live like this anymore. I need to swing to the other side. And I think that perfectly defined Rowena's burnout and resetting era when I moved to New York, when I fully you know, devoted myself to my spiritual practice. I think like even until this day, like the reason why I work this hard, I think it's shifted a lot over the years, but I think initially it was rooted in this guilt and this feeling and belief that I need to make up for lost times or I need to make up for what I did or didn't do in the past. Mm -hmm. As you've said, with time, with more experience under your belt, with more knowledge, Like you do realize these things slowly but surely is something that we'll continue to relearn about ourselves. I like to think of this as as we get to know ourselves more, we're continuing to level up. And when we level up even one level, we'll look back on the previous level and be like, (laughs) hmm, maybe who I thought I was wasn't that. Like, you know, you might think in the previous level, like, this is who I am. These are the things I'm doing. These are the things I'm saying. But as soon as you just level up a little, you'll look back and be like, ooh. And I think that's the beauty of growing up, but also the pain that it comes. It's like growing pains. Mm -hmm. You'll always be able to look back and be like, ooh, maybe you should have done that differently. Or like, maybe you shouldn't have said that. I don't know. Like, it's still the fact that we get to grow up and to grow old and that we get to think about these things I think it's a wonderful thing and I really still do believe that the universe won't ever give you anything that you can't handle or like present you with opportunities that you can't handle so even though life and situations and circumstances may be hard if we're able to learn from it to persevere from it to grow from it that that's like what life's about yeah Going back to what you're saying, Viv, it's also like how to overcome. I think it's giving yourself grace and being kind to yourself, knowing that things like this take time. In our youth, we don't, 
we don't know much, if I'm being honest. In order to forgive yourself, you have to accept that part of yourself. Mm. Like, you have to just accept the fact that you've made those mistakes. Mm -hmm. You might have hurt people along the way. And instead of overcompensating for the things that you've done in your past, it's simply accepting it for what it is right now and doing your best moving forward. Like, yes, it's, it's great to want to be a good person, but it's also... We are our harshest critic. Yeah. If we're constantly being critical, just being hard on ourselves, we'll never be enough. For me, how I've learned to accept those parts of myself was just recognizing that I was young, didn't have the support or the resources that I needed. But now I'm going to find those things for myself to move forward, right? It's never too late. So I just ran out to grab my journal because I feel like there's a quote that I was thinking of while Viv was talking and I was like, I need to figure out what exactly it said because it's so good. I wrote it on a post-it note and I put it in the very, 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 like the very first page inside my journal. Here's the quote. In order to move on, you must understand why you felt what you did and why you no longer need to feel it. It really is about making sense of your past so that you no longer need to be stuck in your head about your past. And I think like what I would, what that brought up for me is when you're looking through your past or looking at the things that you've done in your past, those are all external things. But those external actions or behaviors most likely rooted from an internal feeling, which is exactly what your quote is saying, right? Like in order to move past these things or instances, you have to go through through the feeling. So in a yeah. way, maybe part of forgiving your past is understanding the feelings that you felt at that time and maybe even allowing yourself to feel those things now because I think a lot of the times we do the things that we do especially in our younger years because we feel hurt we feel sad we don't know how to talk about it we don't know how to process it and so it morphs into these these behaviors that you don't fully understand but really it's just if you're able to process those feelings at that time a lot of it is probably confusion, sadness, you know, just feeling lost and hurt. Yeah. Insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if I'm thinking about what, like the couple of things that I brought up earlier of, I felt like I started drinking when I was younger. I dabbled in substances and everything like that. Making sense of why I did that. I was young. I was grieving a loss. I was trying to figure out who I was. It really is like I didn't know better, right? Like I didn't have the tools that I needed. I didn't have the support that I needed. Not that I didn't even know that I needed support. Yeah. I didn't even know I could talk to people about support, right? Yeah. So I naturally gravitated towards these things that was glorified by society. That was, you know, what I saw my peers doing and what I felt like I could do as a way of like freeing myself and escaping and avoiding what I really needed to face. And this isn't to justify like what I did was right. It was more so standing where you are now in the present, being able to look back, make sense of why that happened, giving your younger self grace or giving your past self grace and being like, you know, she really did try her best. And that honestly is more than enough. Mm -hmm. Moving forward, probably won't do that anymore. But you've learned from this. You've learned from your past so that you can move forward gracefully in your life. Yeah, and every year your best is going to look different. Mm. 
some years you might be hyper overproductive, just completely <laughs> focused on work and bettering yourself. Other years you might be a potato in bed like my 2021, right? And I think it's going through these ups and downs where you're able to have a fuller understanding of what is balance, what is healthy, what do you want your life to feel like and look like. And that's partly why I just enjoy getting older. Like I would never go back because <laughs> going back to my younger self just feels like it would be crappy. Like I didn't like how I felt mm -hmm. back then. I didn't like how I acted back then. I wish I maybe could have done things differently, but I'm doing things differently now and that's enough. Slaps and claps and applauds for our younger selves. <laughs> to go back to my dream in the beginning oh, yes, of the, the episode. Dream. Yes, where I woke up because I said to myself, you're rot inside. So when, it, when I first woke up, like the first thought I had was, oh, maybe you have some deeply rooted feelings about yourself and guilt and shame that you haven't fully uncovered. Another thought I had was maybe that voice isn't me. So those are like the two two initial thoughts I have. Because I think sometimes like your thoughts are you. Sometimes your thoughts aren't. And it's really up to ourselves to discern. It's kind of like, you know, what our listeners say when she says, there is a voice in my head that says I don't deserve to feel better about myself. I think, of course, it's us saying it to ourselves. But I think there's a good side to us and there's a potentially not so good side to us and these two sides are constantly battling and like you know it's like kind of whatever side you feed grows so those are the initial thoughts but as I thought about it more I think I just realized there's a saying in Buddhism that you know within a grain of sand there's 3,000 worlds and within that 3,000 worlds there's another you know of course there's more grains of sand and within that grain of sand, there's another 3,000 worlds. So it's kind of like from that perspective of like molecules and our human being that like endows them, it's believed that like your body is a miniature of the universe. If I think about it that way, how well I'm doing or how well I'm not doing spiritually will affect the existence of this universe. I think from that perspective, maybe why I said what I said to myself. Mm -hmm. Of course, it wasn't nice. Of course, it could have been said better. But I think for me to be genuinely moved in that way, not like a, like a, oh my God, I can't believe I said that to myself. I was just like, I was really sad. Like I woke up like crying as if it was about my brother mm. or something like that. Um, I've never woke up like that crying about anything else other than like if I had a dream that like my cousin passed or like if I had a dream about my brother. Because of that, it was more of a friendly reminder to exercise qigong more to meditate more and to just read more in general and to be more in tune with my spiritual practice so i think like honestly this is just a great example that our minds are so powerful and you can reframe anything you want however you want to reframe it you can go crazy and turn manipulative that's like another story that's not what we're trying to say here but it's more about making sense of your past making sense of the things that happen for you, I'd like to take the best out of every situation. Even if it's a very, very tragic, terrible situation, if I can learn something from it and if I can be a better person because of it, to me, it lessens the tragedy and to me, it lessens like how terrible it may have been. Like loss. Yeah. And that was beautiful. I think like what I heard from that is 
even if like you're not spiritual, essentially it's like feeding yourself from the inside out all of these mm-hmm. nurturing, positive, helpful, supportive, kind, compassionate things in whatever form that might be. So yeah. for you, it could be like qigong or meditation or just reading more of your spiritual book. For other people, it could be coaching, therapy, or just consuming Mm -hmm. content that will teach them how to do these things. But the more grounded you feel and the more you're able to reframe that mindset in a way that will help you move with grace and move lighter in life, I think that's kind of all we want in the end, right? It's like, we just want to be happy. We want to feel at peace and content. Anything else feels like a chase, like Mm -hmm. monetary success, materialistic things or status, power, etc. That doesn't bring you peace at the end of your life. And so the sooner you're able to figure out, or at least for me, the sooner I'm able to figure out how to be at peace, present and content now, whatever will feed into that in my present day, that's what I'm looking for. And I think that's also very helpful in forgiving your past and just being accepting of who you are and loving who you are now. Wow, this is a, this is a (laughs) dense, but very voice hug worthy episode. (laughs) They all end up like this, don't they? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so with all of that being said, I think, again, shout out to our listener. Thank you so much for opening up to us and sharing that part of yourself because I know how hard it can be just talking about it you know like talking about your past is one step and so thank you for inspiring us to think about this topic and have this conversation I hope that anyone who's listening that you're able to take away something that take away something that will help you just feel a little bit lighter today you know Mm -hmm. we're all just trying to do our best and yeah it's part of the journey it's part of life if you guys at any point wrote down any notes or like if anything stuck out to you if any moment stuck out to you please dm it to us or email it to us with a quote as well as what episode it's from so it can be you know as you're listening to anything right just let us know we're trying to we're trying to beef up our instagram content and (laughs) we love we love to hear what got you guys excited what made you moved and what you resonated with You can always send an email to hello at voicehugspodcast.com or send us a DM at voicehugspodcast. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening in today, tuning in with us. We hope that you have a great rest of your day. Voice hugs, voice hugs. Voice hugs. Bye.